Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Lifting the Cup. As always, my name is Leland. We got Bryce. How's it going? We got Merkel. How's it going? And we got Ethan. What's going on? So the boys are back. Um, we've got a few games to cover today, get into the Riley deal, the Eiffel deal, and see what goes on from there. But getting right into the games, we've got Saturday versus the Detroit Red Wings, uh, a 5-4 to four win. Got real close near the end there. Too close for my liking against a team like Detroit, but that's all good. Came out with the win. Um, Muzzin got one. Kerfoot, Bunting, Tavares, and Marner, uh, the goal scorers for the Leafs. Uh, Something to, or just a few things to keep in mind for this game, talking about it. Uh, Mrazek's first game back since his first injury. Um, I think, I I think these are the new line, or these, this is the first game with the new lines, or one of the first games where, the lines that changed looked amazing. Uh, and Tyler Bertuzzi uh, didn't play, no vaccine, so couldn't come into Canada or couldn't play Canadian team. Uh, yeah, so I, I was at that game. It was a good game, really good game. Uh, I like the last stuff that I saw. They're really good. Should we go into player of the games or should we, are we going to talk about it? Hold on, is there anything else to talk about this game, really? Well, the, I mean, the thing I just wanted to mention quickly is that was the first game with the new look pairs. That's the first game Hall got stri- uh, scratched. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, we won. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as we know now, Hall has not played since then. And Lilgren, who came in his place, has looked fantastic. Um, so we've heard since then also that the Leafs are shopping out Hall. Uh, so it's been pretty interesting. Um, Logan stepped up nicely. Dermot's looked great on the first pair, despite being a little banged up. And Muzzin, as soon as he's played with a steady partner in Brody, has looked fine as well. So, um, the new look pairs look great. And I think tonight against the Kings, they are sticking with the same lineup. So, uh, the first game against Detroit, the pairs look good and they've improved since then. Mm hmm. Well, that was Marner's first game, first goal that game too. If we remember, I think it was yep. Grice played the puck badly, and then Marner just put it in. Yep, his uh, first of two empty netters. This <laughs> <season>. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, I'll take it. I mean, the dude looked uh, been look, looked really shaky at the first of the start of the season, and that game he looked like he took a step forward in a good direction. He looked good in that game. So hey, get you need what he needed one, and he got one. So. Yeah, he's built since then. Uh, yeah. And I think a good point was uh, uh, people were mentioning, uh, I was listening to the, I was watching the LFR for that game by Steve Dangle, and he mentioned like there wasn't really joy when Marner scored that goal for him. It kind of looked like relief where he was just like, oh, I finally mm-hmm. got one. And mm-hmm. then I know we're going to talk about the Vegas game after, but I'll still mention that goal. When he scored that goal against Vegas, it was just joy. Like he was so happy to finally score. And you've seen his confidence build since that game. And ever since that, that first goal, it might have been relief. He may not have been like too excited to score, but once he got that that one, it started a streak where he's got that goal against Vegas, and he's just had some solid, solid games since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a confidence booster, for sure. Yeah. Um. So there's not too much more to talk about that game. We'll get into into We're do the player. Game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So, which one do you just want to go first? I'll go first. Uh, so like I just said, I, I was at the game. Uh, I had some pretty good, nice seats. Um, my player of the game has to go to John Tavares. Um, the dude looked oh, really good. Johnny B. <laughs> uh, dude looked really good that game. Um, a lot, of, a lot of times he goes. He, he's a very good. Uh, he's a hard worker, and it's just it's just recently that you could really see it in games. On right now, like a game against Boston, you could see it. Um. But like sometimes you don't see it, and he is a hard worker, and he played really good that game, and I had to give it to him. Go, Marco. Uh, yeah, honestly, I agree. Uh, I mean, I I can't. It's been a while since that game. I yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go if you want. If you just want to think about it for another minute, I know. I, I think I have mine. So, uh, Jake Muzzin. Uh, scored that game, had an assist, uh, but it was less about the goals and the results, uh, more about how he looked on the ice, looked mm-hmm. more confident, looked more trusting in his partner. Uh, you know, it, 
you think good defensemen can carry a pairing, but they really can't. When you don't know what your partner is going to do, it's really hard to play. Um, and wasn't we know Brody how solid he is defensively, and you know what he's going to do on the ice. Like he's going to be that that stay at home, that stay defensive guy. So uh, it looked and wasn't looked good. Uh, he looked comfortable. Uh, we'd been uh, speculating if he was hurt or not, but he didn't look hurt at all in that game. He actually looked pretty good. Nice shot, a wrist shot on the goal that shot it through Grace, and a solid assist. So uh, I'll take Muzzin. Uh, I'll go Mitch for this one. I mean, the goal, yeah, a bit of a confidence boost there. Um, first game where, like one of you said, uh, looked more like his own, uh, what we saw from last season. Um, so yeah, it was a good game all around for Marner, and it's my player of the game. Uh, so move on to the Vegas game. Me and Ports were at that game, not as good as of, of, of seats as, as Bryce, but I'll, <laughs> I'll still take it. Very good game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was the game where, for me, it stood out. The top line was just insane. Uh, the Bunting, Matthews, Nylander line. Uh, Campbell got the shutout. Uh, core four looked really good. Uh, Marner, the three-point night uh, goal to assists. Um, and then Stone, Patch, Reddy, and Carlson didn't play that game, so maybe that no. played into the score a little bit. Yeah. Sandine, Lilligren, Riley, the whole D pair really, or the whole, all the D pairs really looked great. The whole team looked good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they uh, obviously Vegas was not at full strength, um, but the Leafs tend to have trouble uh, winning games that they're supposed to win. Uh, it's not an overly impressive win. I mean, shutting a team out is, is always impressive, but against a team like Vegas, who's pretty beat up. It's not that impressive, but you got to be happy. You got to take the wins as they come. Like they say, a win is a win. Um, uh, there was a couple games later in the week that I would say the lead I was more proud of, but getting a shutout is always good. So is a solid yeah, game. the Knights were like Vegas was out uh, some of their better players, but it's not like it's, it's not like they didn't have good players still with Marcia. So they still have Theodore still with oh, Petrangelo. Yeah. Leonard was in that who's supposed to be really good, yeah. but like they just overall didn't look like a good team. And, you know, as a Vegas fan as well, uh, it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't fun watching them. It was fun watching them just beat the crap out of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, watching like Theodore didn't look good. Petrangelo didn't look good. Marcia. So he had a few good chances, but uh, it's not like there were anything special. Um, uh, Mike Amadio, that was this game back in Toronto since being claimed off waivers. And it, it wasn't anything special from them. They were playing a few AHL guys, but yeah. uh, like the, the the other top guys that they have that they're paying, it, it didn't show too much. Yeah, I think the one guy I kind of noticed was was on the on the Golden Knights was Krebs. Um, obviously, that was his last game as a Golden Knight, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, he, he looked pretty solid. Like, I didn't realize... Uh, that it was him like I was looking I saw this guy like I saw his number and I'm like oh that guy's pretty fast that guy's zooming around I'm like oh and then yeah Leland mentioned to me like that's Krebs and I was like oh yeah that is Krebs and he looked pretty good so I was impressed with him obviously always hard to win a game in the National Hockey League so you got to take them as they come but um, as we get later in, into the two games after this much more impressive wins but still uh, something to be proud of. Yeah of course I know uh, you all you obviously love to see Matthew score two goals. To, and it kind of started the power play to get going. Yeah. You want to get into leaf of the game? Sure. Yep. Um, the way I look at it, I just I got to take Austin Matthews. You know, two goal scorer. He played uh, an outstanding game against the Golden Knights. Um, he had, I believe, like five or six shots on net. You know, you score two of them. Those are pretty good stats. But uh, I'd give an honorable mention to uh, to Nylander as well, who also played a great game. Yeah, that's I'm going with Willie. I'm uh, glad you mentioned him because he was buzzing right off the beginning. Right off the opening jar, I almost put one in just. Couldn't get it past Leonard's glove, and he ended up putting one in later. But he he really, like, he's said to be, like, kind of a playmaker, but he really drives play. Like, he he's able to create for himself and create for others um and 
when he's dominating, the team dominates, uh, or his line dominates. So he really, he's a big piece in that line. Uh, obviously, Matthews is, is probably the most important piece on that line, but having Willie going, it just makes the line look so good. Yeah, um, this is why I like going first, so I don't have to steal people's ideas. <laughs> but like, uh, uh, I'm gonna go with William Nealer as well. Uh, I really liked how he played. Like he uh, gave a nice pass to uh, Matthews. That, that was the game. That game was correct, right? Was yeah, it? the the cross yeah, okay. pass. Yeah. yeah, okay. Just making sure. Um, he made a good pass there. Got a nice goal. Like, um, gotta go with Nealer. Um. Uh, I'll go off the board a little bit here. Uh, I'm going to go Rasmus Sandin. Uh, I think that was a big game, uh, a big game that, you know, that I saw from him. Uh, he looked really good in that game. Um, obviously, quarterback, second power play, that's not the point. Uh, but that game, he just looked really good offensively. He was moving the puck really well. Uh, he looked great defensively as well. Uh, all around good game from him. Uh, we've seen We've seen games like that from him, but uh, I'm, you know, I want to be a little different. So I'll go Sandin for uh, the Vegas game. Uh, and then we move on to Tampa with, I, you, you, I, you guys already know who I'm picking for my leaf of the game, but we'll get to that later. I think we might okay. be all picking the same one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Okay. Um, so the two, one overtime win, uh, Kucherov obviously wasn't playing, but you're still playing points, Stammer, Hedman, all those guys. Um, yeah, that's really all I got. Tavares and Nylander, obviously uh, big stars. I, I would like to say that that was one of the most entertaining, like, oh, that was, the, that was, that, that was one of the best games I've watched. Not like, mess entertain, probably like not necessarily entertainment because it was really hard checking. Uh, I think it was just a great game it, it was, was a, like, it was a great game to watch it and and, and and the boys looked really good that game yeah it, it was like a playoff game uh both teams were playing really hard like really close hard checking that's why there was a lot of like uh open breaks and like uh like offense off the rush because like it was so tight that you make a mistake and like a team's gonna get a chance so it was a really good game in that sense and it was really fun like it was fun to get that win yeah, I thought it was interesting too. Like, I thought it was a really good game. Uh, I thought it was like impressive how they grounded out that win. I was interested to see to see what Keith said or Keith, sorry, said. So I went on his, uh, I went on the post game to see what he said, and it was so funny. The first thing that he said was, "I didn't like anything about our third or first period at all." And so I was like, <laughs> "I was." Well, I mean, they like, they did they didn't look good. He wasn't wrong. No, they didn't. They had a five on three where they did absolutely they did, nothing. Yeah, literally me. nothing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that for despite that bad first period, they walked away only one nothing. Um, Jake Muzzin made got look, <laughs> uh, looked pretty bad on that first goal, but it's all right because they they were able to to keep it at that one goal and kept fighting the whole game. Uh, <laughs> like man, bad pass and then a hard back check to go face first into the crossbar. <laughs> not a great shift, but <laughs> not a great shift. <laughs> but they stuck with it and they were able to tie it up late when yeah. yeah that's funny um yeah so it's, i don't really think there's too much more to talk about that game right nope um yeah so uh getting to leave the game i'll go first because you know, it's my boy gotta go with johnny t uh the clutch game tying goal there oh what what? Maybe we all don't have the same one. No, yeah, hell no, you did. I knew it. I didn't. I, I didn't think you did. I didn't think you did. <laughs> you, I, you, you picked JT for the wrong game. No, I no. I picked uh, like him for the, the right game. I've I've, oh, okay. I've I picked him for the right game. Let me like explain. his game against the Bruins is also crazy. We'll, we'll get to that game. We'll get to <laughs> okay. that. Game. Who, who who said I didn't pick him back to back? Right. That's true. Okay. Okay. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm picking Tavares for this one. Uh, the clutch game tying goal uh, at the end there with 30 some odd seconds left. Um, that whole, that whole six on five, uh, they were getting great chances. Uh, and, you know, one of them worked where it went, I think, uh, Tavares or Hedman went to clear it. Tavares picked the puck up, dropped it down to, I think it was what Matthews, Matthews uh, to Marner and then Marner to Tavares right in front of the net, tips it in vintage Tavares goal. Uh, that picture of him where he's got his arms up. Uh, that's my wallpaper now. So there you go. <laughs> um, 
And then heading into overtime, obviously you didn't get the goal, didn't have a point on the uh, on the goal either. But he had the early breakaway uh, in, in in overtime, got stopped by Asilevsky. But I think that whole overtime, uh, everybody looked good. Um, but you know, I picked Tavares, so I have to single him out. Um, but I think it, it was besides that first period, it was a great game from everybody. I uh, loved all the chances everybody got. Um, and then, you know, obviously Tavares too. So there you go. Uh, I'll go next. All right. Um, I hope this is everybody else's answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm going with the guy that kept us in the game the whole time. Big guy at near at the third period, Jack Campbell. Holy oh. crap. That was a good game. Uh, he kept us in, like, made huge saves, constantly huge saves. And, like, I think I, I said this, The I think the announcer said this, that um, the fact that they made them say this save, they're going to get the win or something like that. I, I heard something like that. And it was true. Like, if you make these big saves, like, even, like, down by one, it, it's very important that it still gives your team a chance. And I think he played phenomenal. Yep, and you're right. Uh, that is that should be the other person that everyone was going for. I'm going with Jack Campbell as well. Uh, one of the <laughs> it's been dubbed as one of the most hardest 24 save performances uh, Jack Campbell may ever have. Uh, so yeah, the Leafs limited shots. They did not limit high danger chances. Uh, yeah, every shot seemed like a high danger chance for Tampa, but he was able to keep them in it, and he is the sole reason they won that game. Um, yep other than the fact that they, he couldn't score goals because I'm sure how nice because of how nice Jack Campbell was if he could he would have tried to score goals but he's the goalie he was keeping he was shutting it down and he kept them in that game Marco you're up bud um I just realized my mic was muted um <laughs> yeah no I uh I completely agree it was uh Jack Campbell, uh, it's pretty unanimous to me. Uh, he had uh, an honestly an outstanding game. He kept us in the game, like you guys said. He had 24 saves. He only let one goal slip by him. He was just so sharp the entire game. I just, I think it deserves, he deserves it. Wow. Uh, I was not expecting that, but hey, not going to complain. Not going to complain. <laughs> Played really good. Um, so... Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Next game is against Boston. First time the Bruins are in Toronto since, I believe, early 2019. Um, so uh, come out with that game, a 5-2 to two win. Goals coming from Tavares, Matthews, Marner. Tavares and Matthews both had two. Um, Jack Campbell, I, another great game. Uh, stopped 42 of 44. Uh, so it's high shot game uh we i think we outplayed boston all game um we we, we just yeah boston didn't look uh too 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 good um i was listening for the first period on the radio so i didn't really catch the first period i don't know how they did like how boston and toronto did or and toronto did i know toronto the the controversial goal where bergeron pushed Tavares into the net but uh yeah that's, that's about all i know yeah, so in my opinion, this was the best of the four games we covered. Uh, it was the game where I liked the, how the Leafs played the most. And uh, the energy was really good in the building. Like, Oh, yeah. As, yeah, as, yeah, as loud or as, as passionate as Leafs fans are made out to be, the energy in the arena isn't always the best. But as soon as the puck dropped on Saturday, it was loud. You could hear it on the TV. Uh, every hit, every, every play – the crowd was into it. Every save by Campbell, you heard the soup chance. Um, but yeah, it was a good game. Uh, obviously, it was kind of a controversial goal, but based on the rule, it's clear that that should have been a goal. Um, mm -hmm. I liked how the Leafs dominated in every aspect. Uh, they didn't get pushed around. They didn't get bullied. Uh, Brad Marchand tried to bully the little guy. He tried to get under uh, Logan's skin and try and get him to draw a penalty. He didn't, and in uh, Lilligren was able to draw the penalty. And <laughs> the best part was uh, uh, when Lilligren skated to the box and <laughs> they pulled him out of the box because he didn't get the penalty. It was the penalty was on Brad Marchand. Um, but yeah, the Leafs dominated in every aspect, I think, in that game. Yeah, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned like, um, <clears throat> not like, like, uh, like 
taking a penalty. I think that's when the Bruins Bruins are like are a really physical team. They always will be. Um, and when they're down, that's what they're going to do. Teams like that is what they're going to do. They're going to try to get under your skin and make you take the penalties. But what, what happened is ended them taking penalties and which screwed them themselves. So I, I really like that. It was a really good game. Um, uh, Boston was uh, has a really good power play. And they go out there, score really quick on the power play. The first one, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, we shut them down. I, I think that's great that we uh, at least like learn our learning. It's, it's really good to see. Yeah, one of the biggest improvements I think this year has been the penalty kill. Like even when yeah. they weren't, even when they were losing games, the penalty kill was still solid. Last year, their penalty kill was bottom bottom third in the league, uh, and I think it's at least top top half of the league this season. So that they to see the penalty kill keep pushing, even though they gave up a goal, the ones after they when they needed the kills, they were really shutting it down. Yeah. Yeah, I was at my uncle's house for this game, so I didn't really watch it all too closely, but um. His Android box actually ended up going out, so I didn't get to see the first controversial goal of the game, so I can't really give my opinion on it. All you got to know I, about it is yeah. John Tavares scored the goal, so that's, that's all you got to I didn't even know until after the game that that was Tavares' goal. Yeah, no, it said, it's, the, the guys on the radio said it was Marner. I'm like, oh, crap. Of course he scores again, <laughs> not on my fantasy team. It's whatever. And then they cool. say it hit off Tavares' stick. I'm like, oh crap, he might actually get this. And then <laughs> and then the guys on the radio said, like, oh yeah, no way this goal counts. There's no shot that this goal should ever count. The net was dislodged, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And then they and then they said, Oh, it counts. I'm like, ah <laughs> yelling in my yeah. car. And yeah. yeah, no, obviously, uh, me and Leland, big fans of John Tavares. We love to see him score. But uh I, uh, I did miss that goal. Didn't get to see it. But um, I thought it was a great performance by the guys. Everyone looked sharp. The, the penalty kill, obviously, like you guys said, it's been improving. Um, Matthews had two goals. Tavares had two goals. Marner had an, uh, a hat trick of assists. It was just uh, an overall great game for the boys. Love to see it. So, wait for the game? Before, sorry, before we uh, go into that, I just want to talk about one thing about the penalty kill. Uh, once again, just quick comment. I think, uh, I think how you say it, Shino Oath or something like Shino Oath, our new assistant coach. Um, he came from over from Carolina, and I'm pretty sure he's the one responsible with the penalty kill. And he did a good job in Carolina with that. I think he's doing a great job with the Leafs right now. So just shout out to him. <laughs> well, I think another big thing is uh david comp yeah because we have like because we have like a true like shut down center a true penalty killing center um and i know we probably i probably said this before last week or whatever uh we probably bashed that contract when we first heard it like oh david comp is that 1.5 mil are you kidding yeah but Uh, i've never been really disappointed yeah i was at my grandma's house and i kept complaining to her she knows like nothing about comp or really about the leafs (laughs) <laughs> and she's like okay i'm like i don't even know this guy who is this but like i'm uh, he's been he's been amazing mm-hmm. yeah and another thing i wanted to mention too before we end the leaf of the game i i also bashed the leafs running out the loaded line after a penalty kill <laughs> and of course they scored last game john Tavares, uh matthews and nylander all out there okay uh, sorry 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 finish my bad no or yeah i was just gonna say like a good a good like I've seen the gif where it's Tavares coming out of the box and he he uh, skates into the he gets the puck skates into the zone and just works hard and it's just a hardworking goal. It was really impressive and it was finally good to see that the the loaded line score after a penalty kill. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. This guy hops like the, the, this is this is what I'm ta- this is what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> T- John Tavares, man, this guy isn't supposed to be like one of the flashiest players in the league. Right, this guy, this guy is here to help the team win. He's uh, a lot of people call him the little thing king, right? <laughs> so Tavares comes out of the box right away, wins a puck battle. Like you said, goes into go. He's fighting for the puck in the middle in in in, in front of the net. This th- this guy, this guy won like won a f- few consecutive puck battles leading up to that 
he leading up to that goal comes right out of the box and he starts working. It's not yeah. like he comes out of the box, just like, just like, uh, just like gliding towards the puck, see what happens to it. No, this guy comes out of the box and he's going to it. He yeah. works. He, he was working for that puck. And I loved, I loved, I loved that I saw that. And if I'm going to be talking about it to you guys forever and ever, because that's what I do. But like that, that one play. And like you said, with the loaded line out there, mm-hmm. that one play really like really stood out to me about Tavares and even just about the team, like the team, the, 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 the guys that were on the ice look good, like yeah. whatever, what, what they were doing. They, they, they all looked good, but right when Tavares come, came out of that box, that's what I love to see from the guys. Oh yeah. And, and I mentioned last episode when we were talking about signing Tavares long-term, like, like we see, I, I was mentioning how we see like what he looks like when he's not going. Well, this is John Tavares. This is what John Tavares looks like when he is going. And he's pretty good. And he's a solid second line center. Uh, probably one of the best second line centers in the NHL. I, I think he's the best, but mm-hmm. maybe, well, the second, maybe the best second line center of all time. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I would, I would put, I would put Stamkos up there right now. I don't know if he, I think they might have him on Stamper the plays way. Please wing. Never plays wing. No, but all I, he but, did, but, hasn't he been but, playing center recently? But I still think Tavares is better than Stamkos. I, 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 I stand by it. I, my I, reasoning isn't really too good. It's probably like half bias, but I still think Tavares is like slightly only, better than Stamkos. The only edge oh, I give to – sorry, go ahead. How about a guy like Evgeny Malkin, though? That's true. Malkin – at, his, at <sighs> a healthy Malkin as a 2C is probably the best in the league. Because Evgeny Malkin uh-huh. – like if you look over his career, Evgeny Malkin is the best second line center of all time. Over his career, yeah, he's like that's insane. Any hockey fan that knows anything about the game will agree. But right now, I think John Tavares is the best two C. Right now, even right now, when Malkin is healthy, I still think Tavares oh, is better. Yeah. Or Horvat. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll take JT. Uh, yeah. 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 The only edge I'll give to Stamkos is his skating is a lot better than Tavares. Uh, he is ve- still very fast, especially uh, for a guy coming off uh, a leg injury. Um, yeah. So, like, he, like, obviously, Tavares not doesn't – he doesn't um, model, mold his game around his skating, but still, it's an important thing to have. Um, but it doesn't matter who's the best because we have John Tavares – He's a top five, at least top five second line center in the NHL, maybe even top three. And that's all you need. Like uh, our, our top two centers, I would put up against almost any top two centers in the league other than McDavid and Joe. Oh, yeah, we forgot about dry saddle. Dry saddle is definitely the best. Uh, okay. Dry, dry side. Don't, oh, don't, yeah. don't. Don't kid, don't kid yourself, buddy. Dry saddle oh, plays. He's gonna win the heart this year. Oh no, dry no. Settle dry saddle plays fifty percent of the year on the second line. Yeah, yeah. Fifty percent. That, it, counts, it, it, that counts. As long as it counts, it has to be over fifty. They don't play together. Oh. They don't play together anymore. No, he dry saddle is a second line center. He's yeah. okay. Tavares is the second best second line center. Though. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, he is. I personally, the way I look at it is I don't put Steven Stamkos in this conversation just for the simple fact that he's not a concrete second line center. You'll see him switch between center roles, winger roles. Sometimes he's on the first line when um, when point isn't producing. So I wouldn't really put him in the conversation in my eyes, at least I, uh, I completely like understand why you guys would put him in the conversation if you do, but uh, I think John Tavares has to be that that number two uh, second line center in the league underneath I'd put, dry side. I'd put him in a conversation. I just don't think he's better than Tavares. But uh, and no, the I, only reason I, I put dry in is uh, because no matter where he's playing, it doesn't really matter if he's the second line center or not. He's still putting up insane. Oh yeah, dry so, is insane. Like, come on, yeah. dry is is amazing. He's Probably a top five player in the NHL, with or without McDavid, he's he's great. That's debatable. Um, it's not. No, he it, put it, up nineteen no. points. <laughs> it definitely. It okay. Definitely no. 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 Okay. Hold on. What's your top five? Top five players in the NHL right now. Like when they're like when Crosby's healthy, when everybody else is healthy. Top five. Okay. Are I'll we all going off? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is without doing too much research. This is going off the top of my head. Yeah, but top of our heads, of course. Number one, McDavid. Okay. Number two, McKinnon. 
Yeah. Number three, Dreisaitl. Ooh. Uh, number four, Matthews. Oh, oh my gosh. Ports, 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 ports. Who do you have? Dreisaitl? Are you kidding me? Okay, who's better we're not, than we're not. We're not just going off this past year. The past, like, three years. Dreisaitl's still been the top, like, a top uh, point scorer the past three and seasons. And he's one, and he's oh, bottom and five. And he's won a heart. He's bottom five in the league defensively. He won a heart two years ago. He's, oh, bottom, he's, he's, bottom, five, he's bottom five in the league defensively. So but is Matt. McDavid, and he's the best player in the uh, NHL. McDavid's not bottom five. McDavid <laughs> is responsible is in his defender. own zone. Oh my! McDavid, 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 McDavid uh, put up over hundred points uh, in fifty-six games. It, it should okay, be McDavid, so, okay, McKinnon. Okay, fine. Dry settle is the worst. The uh, all like, right, worst, Barkov like, number one, player. Barkov number Bergeron number Bergeron. two, yeah. uh, Kopitar number three. Because you have to be a defensive center to be in the top five. <laughs> no, but like <laughs> you have to be, you have to be capable defensively. To be a good player, yeah, McDavid's more capable uh, defensively than Drysdale. McDavid's way better Thank defensively. It's Tavares is better defensively. Okay, but so then what's your top five? five? What's your top five then? McDavid, McKinnon, Matthews, Kucherov, Crosby. Kucherov? Are you kidding? Me? Yes, Kucherov. Oh, he had, okay. he had 120 no, no. No, 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 no. points last no. year. Did you forget no. about that? No, 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 no. But we, you have to play defense, Leland. I mean, you can't He's be better you can't than Drysdale. You can't be only offensive. You can't He's be better only than Drysital. He's a power He's a play He's merchant. He's better than Drysital. No, see, if you hadn't criticized Drysital, I wouldn't care about Kucherov. But Kucherov is no better. It's like he's barely better at He's defense better than, than Drysital. He's better than Drysital. Yeah, That's he gets ridiculous. injured forty times a year, and then no, he's this guy literally doesn't even year. play. He's on the he's in the press box every game. He had thirty some odd points in just he's over twenty much. games last year in the playoffs. He's pretty much a Tampa Bay Lightning fan at this point. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so so what was Kucherov was four? Who was five? Crosby. You, st- it's it's twenty twenty one. It's not twenty fifteen. Crosby is so still putting Crosby. Crosby was great last year. What do you mean? He's not a top five player anymore. No, no of course not. You know, uh, my top five. Uh, I feel like McDavid and McKinnon one and two is pretty unanimous. Uh, they're probably going to be the top two centers for the next 10 or so years. As much as I'd love Matthews to be up there, he definitely has potential to pass McKinnon one day maybe. But uh, Matthews is going to be my number three. I'm going to have Dreisaitl four. And then my five spot is kind of a toss-up between like Kucherov, uh, Sid the Kid. Uh, yeah, we'll say that. Number five is either Kucherov or Crosby. I definitely think uh, Dreisaitl deserves to be up there, though. Thank you. Yeah. So what's the difference between putting him at three or number four? Like, it's... The, well, it's no. well, the this, fact that Matthews is better. Yeah. Think, yeah, the fact... <laughs> I mean, he, I, I drive, like, I'm... Matthews is my favorite player. And he he's going to be... He's going to win the Rocket at least two more, two to three more times, probably even more than his career. But Dreisaitl... times yeah. in the next, like, five years. Is lo- if Drysdale is putting up an 150 plus point pace every season, it's hard for me to justify that Austin Matthews is better than him. I it's straight up just harder to justify that. But the thing is, Matthews won the Rocket last year, and Matthews has a nice stash, so I'll take him over. <laughs> Matt, no, Matthews also won the Rocket last year with half yeah. a wrist, with one yeah. wrist. Okay, uh, I think and won the heart. and and. He's good defensively. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think Matthews is better than Drysdale. I had this argument like playing times. Uh, I think Drysdale like is not good at defense at all. Like you go on his player cards, literally says zero. Like yikes. Matthews this year. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, Matthews. Okay. Matthews this year has actually improved his defense. Right now, is sitting at a sixty percent. I guess pretty impressive and still has like uh, all the same other all uh, stats. Um, I think Matthews, uh, as, as much as he a good goal scorer, he still make plays out of like nowhere as, as much as uh, not probably as high as like maybe McDavid or dry settle, but he's definitely like there. And the fact that he can score like, at, like basically like at ease, I think that I give the, him the more value uh, over dry settle. Just because just an overall player, 
And he's, also, he's also a big body. Drysdale is a big body. But Matthews is uh, starting to learn how to use his body. He's been last year is like the thing had the most puck battle wins. Like I think that he Matthews brings much more to the game than Drysdale. So Drysdale might get more points, but I think Matthews overall brings more ga- to to the game. Yeah. So I have Matthews, Matthews over. You know, the big difference is Matthews is comfortable using his body now, and Drysdale isn't. And uh, uh, sorry, out of dry, out of dry sidles total points, how many of those are secondary assists? A lot. I can prove it to you. Because like I, I, I don't, I don't think secondary assists mean anything. And I don't, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't think they should be counted. Basketball, you don't have secondary assists counted. You have the whole team making a great play on the court. One guy, one guy to another guy to another guy to a bucket. That set, that second pass doesn't get an assist, but that first one does. That second one could be a, lo- a lot better of a pass, but that first one got counted, right? Yeah, you know, I think hockey's the only uh, professional sport that counts secondary assists like as an assist like as much as i love them it ge- it gives my gives my fantasy team more points or yeah, more, more assists but like it, it's it's useless yeah uh, uh. i don't know the thing is though regardless you can't take it away from dry that he's an elite elite franchise hockey player top five center top five player in the league right now. Try settles not better than Matthews. I, I have I'm listen, I've got his J Fresh, I got his player cards up, and McDavid's defense is only one percent better. And their even strength offense is almost identical. McDavid's is better slightly. You're on uh, you're on a laptop, right? Or like Pardon? computer? You're on like the, the, yeah. the can you uh, I don't know if I have a set for that, but can you like try and share your screen? Oh, uh, sure. Just I want to take a look at it. Yeah. All right. Um meeting. Yeah, I still can't find one of those J Fresh things for, for uh, Oh, it says uh, host disabled practice. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay. I'll try and fix that real quick. In the meantime, the coyote. Oh, yeah, okay. There we go. Try enough. All right. Honor McDavid. When is this? Oh, here. All right. <laughs> he is six percent. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So here. So this is this is oh, McDavid, man. uh, from eighteen nineteen to twenty twenty one. Three percent even strength defense, and one hundred percent even strength offense. And dry subtle, not oh, including this year. Ninety two percent and only two percent defense. Um. And. Look at his quality of competition, 96%. So he's doing this against top opponents in the NHL. Um, and that's, like, I don't think there's that much of a gap between Matthews that, I mean, I don't, dis, like, I wouldn't be mad if you put him put Matthews over him, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's a big enough gap that it should be that outrageous that I put dry over him. Like, I don't uh, think, I don't think that's big, that big of a difference. There's not a huge gap. But Matthews is still. I, I think Matthew, like, I, it's not, yeah, I agree. Like, it's not a huge gap. And I definitely have Jai Sato in my top five. But I, I just, like, there's no doubt in my mind, I think Matthews is better. And, like, you even see, like, the projected war. Matthews has 100. Jai Sato had, like, 99 or, like, 97, stuff like that. Like, just it's, even that shows Matthews is better. I, you're entitled to your opinion. So you can do that. Uh, but I, I like I said before, I think Matthews is a better player than Drysaddle. Okay, I mean that's fair. I mean, like last year, I put Matthews over Dry, and maybe I'm just recency biased because Matthews hasn't been completely dominant so far. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, Drysaddle's been is probably the the leader in heart contention right now. So. Yeah. Well, moral and, of the story is they're both elite hockey players. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't see if, – if he wins the heart this year, I don't see how you could take put someone who's won two of the last three hearts not in the top three in the NHL. Fair. Yeah, we'll come back to that afterwards. Yeah. Um, so we all know where you stand. doesn't really matter where we're going from here. Um, 
a few more things to talk about here. We got. Uh, oh, I don't think we ever did our leaf of the game for for this for the Thursday game or the Saturday not. game. No, I don't. I think we started. Saturday. That's how this all started. How okay. did this all start? What? I have no clue. We'll, we'll find that. But I'll go first. Uh, 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 come on. What? Okay, okay. Come on. I I think we all know who we're gonna pick. Actually, no, no. You guys are probably gonna pick something for me. You, you, you yeah, <laughs> I'll go. For, I'll go first. Um, um, I'm gonna go Matthews. Uh, he got another two goals. Yeah, two goals, and I think he played really well. Um, I, I was it was started this game or the uh, other game against Vegas. I was gonna give it to him, so I did, but I was gave. Uh, so I'm gonna give this one to Matthews. I think he played well. He threw some checks against Boston. You'd love to see it. Um, yeah, give it to Matthews. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Uh, I'm looking at the three stars of the game. You know, my brain and my hockey knowledge wants me to say Mitch Marner. I'm saying JT. Oh, buddy. Gotta say JT. He had two goals and assist. Great night for our captain. Going with John Tavares. Want to go, Bryce? Uh, can I just go? Yeah, oh, you just went. Oh, he went my bad, my bad. <laughs> do you want me to go uh, or do you want to go? Uh, yeah, you go. So you all know who I'm going to pick because I'm the most biased person on the face of the earth. Uh, I'm going to go Johnny T. Um, I explained earlier um, about the, the, the second goal that he had there. Um, you know, winning the puck battles and getting a nice little backhand. That's, that's his shot. That's his X factor, backhand beauty. Um, but yeah, an overall great game from him. Um, this is the, the boys are on the roll. Uh, it's good to see that, you know, the top, five, top four, top five guys are doing really well. I saw, I meant, I don't know if I like saved it on Instagram or something, but uh, I'll try and pull it back up here. It was like the last 13 or, or, or 14 uh, goals from the tree here. There we go. Maple Leafs last 13 goals, and I'll go top to bottom. Marner, Tavares, Matthews, Matthews, Tavares, Nylander, Tavares, Nylander, Matthews, Matthews, Marner, Marner, Tavares. Those four guys combined for the last 13 Leafs 13, goals. Yeah. Like, come on. When, when you have your top guys rolling like this, the guys that you're paying 11 million and what's will again 6.8 6.9 whatever it is and you're paying those guys a combined like 40 million bucks this is what i want from them yeah and, he, and even not this they're playing really well even if they took it down a notch which i'm yeah. advising them not to but <laughs> even if they did that would still be like uh, that would still be great yeah so i'll, I'll go um i was gonna take john tavares but i don't want to pick the same person three times so I'll, i'm gonna go with the big four as a whole, as my Leafs of the game, I was going to mention that they, they'd scored the last 13 Leafs goals and they've been the heart and soul of this team. So what, this is what we've been asking for is for them to be what they're paid to be. And uh, they have been. So. And it's, 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 it's good. Sorry to interrupt you there, no, but uh, it's good that they're playing like this against the good teams. And I know it's a huge Leafs moment when you lose to crappy teams and then you just play awesome against the big teams. But like, if they are able to sustain this, even over this next week, we're, we're playing, I think what it's, uh, it's LA, Philadelphia, Calgary, and Buffalo. Calgary is a good team. Mm -hmm. If we can play this way against LA, Philadelphia, and Buffalo, then I think that's saying something that we can play like this against, you know, both, both sides are really the league. Good teams are just the bad. Yeah. Because, like, the way we played against Pittsburgh was just horrendous. Yeah. Thankfully, and... I, thankfully, I didn't have to watch that game. I didn't have to save myself the embarrassment of being a Leafs <laughs> fan. Um, I was a Mavericks fan for that day. But, um, like, that that little, like, bunch of games, those bunch of games there, it, it, it wasn't like they were playing like crap. Yeah, um, and I just want to mention, too, I think we're nearing the end of this episode. Please, Kyle, get the Campbell extension done now. Yeah, um, get it like sign him, lock him up, low. give him five mil, whatever, lock him oh up. Gosh. He's going to be a top five goalie, top ten goalie next in the next few years. 
So get that oh, done soon. Okay, yeah. No, okay. So I was having uh, I was replied to a comment on Instagram. This guy said that Campbell, like, uh, oh, what was it? It was something about, like, Campbell isn't as good as, like, the stats show because he hasn't been starting for 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 as long as you know really other all the other like top goalies that he's compared to like mm-hmm. the, the guy said like oh play a full season and then we'll see how you do you're not there's no way you keep this up for another foot for a full season and i'm like well he played pretty much like you know maybe 10 games less of what a right a full season actually probably would have been last year uh, like including playoffs, like what? What he played 40, 45, mm, 50 games? No, he played no. Him, I think him and Mrazek combined last year played like thirty-five games. No, oh, he was injured last year. Yeah. Oh, forgot about yeah. that. I'm yeah, gonna look it up anyway. I um, think. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Anyways, um, I think Campbell. I I think his stats are a little inflated, I guess, in a way. But I I think that um. Just watching him play and looking at the analytically, I think it's pretty uh, pretty fair to say that it's actually oh, very, very wow. close to him. Um, and the fact that I think his one really big test was last year's playoffs. Mm-hmm. So he played 20, 22 games. Comments on that. You know, he played 22 games last year. So I was yeah. like way off. But, but we'll look back. So he played 22 last year for Toronto. Uh, 2019-20 played six. That's nothing. 2019-20 for LA, he played 20. Uh, he had a 900 save percentage, which it's not that good. The year prior, 2018-19, he played 35, 31 games. Sorry for LA. Uh, started 25. Record was 10, 14, and one. Uh, he had a 9.28 and a 2.30 goals against. So is 26 games his career high? Uh, 31. 31. And can we just talk about how, how much of a fleece that trade was? Like well, Trevor insane. Moore and a third round pick or whatever. And there's a for Clifford there and too. Campbell. Campbell and Clifford. Yes. Nuts. Yeah. This like Campbell is playing like a top five, top five goalie currently. Currently. He, he, he's he not gonna hold out that way, but he's playing like a top five goalie right now. Like imagine LA with a top five goalie right now. I mean, they're a little a bit further along than they are with Cal Peterson, who's been okay, and Jonathan Quick, who has not been okay. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised they haven't moved on from Quick. I just don't think they have any other options. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. you could sign someone, but he's been with the organization for so long. I, I think that's that's why I and I think that's why they were going to keep there keeping him. Yeah, like I, I, don't, I don't know really, what they see in him anymore. I don't really know if you can move on from Quick because of that contract. Yeah, like. They're they're in, like they're set up so well to contend like soon, but they just gotta get they gotta find a goalie. I mean, Cal Peterson's obviously the goalie of the future, but I think they need someone right. Like if they they have the ability to contend right now, they have good pieces. They got a fantasy. Uh, they got uh, Byfield once he's healthy. Kaliev, uh, some of the young guys, Bjornfoot, um, Sean Walker, and uh, Jersey, uh, who the Leafs gave them. I think he's he's in the system as well. And then the yeah, guys sure. that are already there, like to lead, like Kopitar, Doughty, uh, Brown, uh, they're they're a pretty solid team. Uh, they just need they need someone to to be solid in the net, steady. Uh, Peterson was pretty solid last year. We'll see what he does this year. I mean, this is still a development year, I think, for them. I don't think they're planning on making the playoffs this year, but if they do, it would be great. Well, I think a lot of their guys next year, uh, they're going to be really ready and solidified as NHL players. Yeah. Uh, like you said, especially with Byfield. Hope Byfield can get into some games. Um, but yeah. yeah, the the Ducks too. I, I wanted to see the Ducks get Eichel because I really think they're in a great position as well. They're Vegas, young guys. baby. Yeah, they're young guys. Holy like the Ducks, they're they're the du- like, yeah the Ducks in like five years are gonna be fit yeah. insane. Like Troy Terry is in, I mean, he's not going to keep it up. He's at like 14 points, I think, in 10 games. Like he's on fire. I, I wish uh, that the Ducks would like do something now, like get somebody. Yeah, um, like what's the word I'm looking for? Solidified. I use, use that already. I don't know someone that's like experienced uh, on the back end. 
Yeah, I can like, see them being like the 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 16, 17 Leafs. Like they have a good goalie. Like John Gibson, I have him in fantasy. I thought he was gonna be like my worst goalie, but uh Allmark and Talbot have been pretty terrible. Uh so I mean, uh, so he's that's been the, carrying my goaltending. That's the thing, though, with with Anaheim that they have that I think they have to do now because you're wasting the good years of John Gibson. Yeah, on he, one of the worst teams in the league, and he is he is his stats may not show it obviously because he's just getting shelled, but uh-huh. he's insane goalie. Put a good defenseman on that team, yeah, and his numbers so are going to go up. So talented. But the thing is, what kind of defenseman? are you trying to get on that team? Because experienced defensemen that have, you know, they've played and they've won and they've been successful, especially like a defensive defenseman to maybe pair with like Jamie Drysdale. Yeah. They don't come cheap in the league anymore. They, yeah. they, they have, Anaheim has the money, the cap space to go out and get one of the best defensemen in the league and free agency. Like, cause they're paying a lot of their, a lot of their younger guys, the, the ELCs, right? So they're making like 100, yeah. 950k. So yeah. they they are able to go out and I'm the guy that pops in my head, not a guy that I suggest they should have went after. A guy that just pops in my head for uh, an experienced defenseman and the money he's getting paid is Alex Petrangelo. They have the they have the cap space to pay. He's a, a, a good defenseman. Um, Vegas is trying to use him more defensively now, but that's whatever. Um, but like in terms of uh, veteran presence experience and the the money that he's getting paid the, the, that's a guy that Anaheim can afford and will be able to afford for whatever Petrangelo got seven years yeah I yeah like I really like their decor I think I, I, I like you said I think they're one piece away like Cam Fowler Jamie Drysdale they're, yeah, they're like they're they're just missing like um ah who was I talking Montour, to they one time. like they Gosh. Doesn't Florida have Montour? Oh no, is I, I always get confused. Do they have Manson still? Is he the Manson, one that's still yeah. in Manson? Yeah. yeah, I always get confused between those two, Manson and Montour. But like, yeah, they're like I, I think how like uh um how we the Toronto Maple Leafs are one like either role player or bigger piece away from you know really, really being one of those Stanley Cup contenders. They're one piece away from being playoff contenders or like you said, 15th, 16th seed. Yeah, like they're they're yeah. almost they're almost there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, in a weak division, they could definitely push for it if they just yeah. add. Oh yeah, I say maybe a sort of second line forward type role player, and then a top four D gets them there. In my eyes. Yeah, I mean, like they're they're so close, and they're doing they're doing pretty well right now with with Zegers out of the lineup. Obviously, he got he got boarded by I think it was uh, Paquette. Uh, so he's been out for a little bit, um, but like, like, like you said, they just like they could contend soon. I, I think they're closer. Like Getzlaff is playing above his years. Like he's he he. I thought he was close to retirement, but he's putting up a ton of points. Uh, I think they have a guy. I think his name is Lundestrom. Uh, he's been putting up a ton of points. Um, yeah, they like. I scroll through the fantasy like. Uh, a list of players to see who's got points and it's like Anaheim duck, Anaheim duck, Anaheim duck, Anaheim duck. So like they're, they're, they have some guys performing. Um, I think they're closer than a lot of people think. And I didn't expect them to, to take a big step. Like I thought Zegers would be good, but I didn't think he'd be that uh, good. I thought I, I like Troy Terry. I liked Troy Terry before the season, but I didn't think he would be doing this well as well. So like they're closer. They're they're very close. They just need to add a few things, and they, they should uh, be there soon. I, I think a guy that they can um can add is uh, like you guys want like a, a nice defensive uh defensive defenseman with experience. I think a guy that's on the market is Ekholm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Didn't Ekholm yeah. just get the extension? He did. Uh, yeah, but sure. I, mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if Nashville's gonna move him soon. I don't know, man. Uh, Nashville's not in a good direction. Uh, I definitely would see that he's a very valuable defenseman. I could definitely see him getting moved. So I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, uh, I heard Chicago's looking to clean house. I wouldn't, they should look into one of those guys. I mean, obviously it's going to be a heavy price, but I think they need to look into maybe Kane or Taze. Like it, as outlandish as it sounds, those guys are going to be for sale. These, this, they need. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about leadership. I'm not. To, we obviously knew what, know what happened with the Blackhawks. I'm not talking. I'm. I'm not going to bring any leadership uh, 
cliches into it because those guys showed no leadership. So, but as hockey players, as sad as it is to just talk about how they play hockey despite the situation, uh, they would be good pieces to add, and I think they would help Anaheim. Um, if if I were if I were Anaheim, and hey, even if I were the Toronto place, like you said, they're looking to clean house when when you're recording uh, the part earlier there, but talking about the games, I was going through Instagram and I saw that Kubalik might be up for sale. Yeah, I really like him. Like, I I, yeah, I, yeah, Kubalik's a great player. He's yeah. a pending UFA, so they would have to re-sign him, but he's still mm-hmm. young. He fits right into their that 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 uh, I'll look at it as as uh, kind of an identity where the team's turning towards young, fast players. Yeah. Kubalik is a good skater, really good goal scorer. Fits right along with Zegras. I think Kubli plays wing, right? Yeah, yeah. Fit and in, fit into it on, on that Zegras line. I've, I, th- I think they would. They should look into Kubli. It yeah, would be. Always, it, it would be hard to acquire him, and I don't know what his next contract would look like. Yeah, I, think so. I always, I always think back to the. I think they were. It was Chicago versus Toronto. The Blackhawks were like killing the Leafs, killing them, and Taze threw a saucer pass, and Kubli hit it out of the air. From like the hash marks and score, it was it was such a nice and he's that stuck really with me. Player. Yeah, like and I think he's a UFA next season, so maybe they look into that. Um, oh, they can even sign him now. I don't yeah, he's, he's a UFA RFA. next season. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, the Anaheim Ducks are honestly in a great position. I agree. You know, I'm looking at their roster right now, and they only have one contract that screams to me that it's bad, and it's it's Adam Henrique. Uh, he but but the way that the way that their team is, they can afford that. Of course, yeah, no, they can, and um, their center depth is just awesome to me. You know, you have your experienced guys like uh, Henrik and Getzlav, and then you have your sort of veteran type role players like uh, Derek Grant. Then you have your young guys like uh, Mason McTavish. But I'm also a big fan of Sam Steele. You guys know who that is? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan um, of him. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Uh, I believe it was NHL 18, around the 2017-18 season. I was, uh, I really liked the Anaheim Ducks organization. They were my second favorite team uh, before I went nuts. And uh, Sam Steele, uh, he ended up being a beast in my franchise mode. I played all 25 seasons. I think oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. Dedication. Yeah, yeah, for real. That was like my whole March break, but um, I uh, I think Sam Steele's great. You know, he is 23. It's not exactly the youngest player, but it's obviously not old. Um, I think he still has time to grow, and I think he could be something special in this league. Like, honestly, I could see him being a borderline all-star type guy. Like, I really, really, really like what he has to offer. On the wings, I just want to talk about guys like uh, – Comtois and Sonny Milano, and like you guys said, Troy Terry, um, you know, all sort of younger guys, all under 25, um, all just great players to have on your team. And then their defense, I think the Anaheim Ducks have one of the most underrated defensive cores in the league. They have Jamie Drysdale. Everyone knows he's going to be a stud. Um, Cam Fowler, I don't know if you guys remember, Cam Fowler at one point was like a top 10 defenseman in the NHL. Yeah. Um, Hampus Lindholm is a great defenseman. Like, he has so much upside. He's great offensively, but also capable defensively. He's good. Uh, Josh Manson, great offensive defenseman. And we have to remember, they have Kevin Shattenkirk, who's proven that he's, uh, he deserves a spot in the NHL. He's a great defenseman. Their their defensive core is set, especially with their goalie like John Gibson. And uh, even Anthony Stolarz isn't bad. I think if they can get it together, maybe get a top four defensive defenseman, minded defenseman, like you guys said, uh, Ekholm would be great there. And then like a top six forward type guy, someone like uh, Kubalik, like you guys said, or uh, maybe like, I don't know, like, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Maybe they go for someone like Justin Hall on the back end, take him from us. Uh-huh. But uh, their, team has, uh, their team has great upside. I think they'll be great. I'm looking at the uh, free agents for next year here. 
and all the restricted free agents, they could go nuts in free agency. Eh? Yeah. Like and- uh, guy, guys I'm looking at, sorry, just quick here. Guys I'm looking know, at, I'm looking at Riley Smith. Uh, depending on the price, I'm looking at Ristolainen. Depending on the price, I'm looking at Philip Forsberg. He's not going back to Nashville. The the thing about Ristolainen for me is the Anaheim Ducks have so many offensive-minded defensemen already when you look at guys like Manson and Drysdale that I don't know if you really want another guy like that because Ristolainen's not even capable as like a defenseman. He's probably, he had the worst defensive stats for defensemen in the league. Like the past two seasons I saw, like he's awful defensively. So I don't know if he really works in that team where they already have so many offensive minded defensemen. Yeah. I'm not a big Ristolainen guy either. Love that guy. Love him. Um, There's Colin Miller, Connor Murphy. They have, oh, they have to bring back Raquel too. Oof. That's brutal. Um, Zadorov, uh, I don't know about that one, but um, Will Butcher, yeah, there's some good options up there. Ben Sherratt, hate that guy, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't yeah, we all looking, looking down to uh, you know what? Here. I think for the Ducks just popped into my head, bring back Corey Perry. Honestly, wouldn't be didn't he sign time. a two year with uh, Tampa? Was it oh, two? well. I think so. Yeah. I believe it was a two-year, but honestly, like you could probably trade for him next season for like a late-round pick or like some prospect that isn't developing well that nobody knows about. But um, I think he would work wonders with the team. Get him on the third line with Getzlav. Get your young guys rolling in the top six. Yeah, uh, I just I just saw something here. I wanted to see bring it up. Uh, it's a bit it's a bit different from the the ducks topic, but I wanted to see what your guys thoughts are. So, uh, I just uh, Puck Empire just put out top defensive pairings according to Money Puck this season. Puck Empire. Yes. So I wanted to see guy. if you guys could guess what the top three defensive pairings in the NHL are. There's also a Leaf pairing on here. It's at number six, but we'll, I'll get to that after. So I know I know I know which one pairings? that is. I know which one that is. Or have you seen the post already? I have. Yeah, I sent it to the group chat. Uh, Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. so did, wait, I, Bryce, have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> let's give yeah. it a guess. All right. Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen the post. Uh, um, you, can, you can guess. You're not. Yeah. I think, like, if we're talking about, like, by defensive pairing, do we mean, like, defensive, defensive yep. pairings where they're playing well defensively? Yeah, so this is top, like, def- defense pairings at defense. Okay, so, so one of the Bruins lines have to be there. Which one? Um, who's who plays with um who plays with Brendan Carlo? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I think someone from the Bruins would uh. Oh, actually, you know what? I think Carlo plays with Grizzlick. I believe that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. I think that would definitely be there. Um, when I think of other just like great defensive lines, um, you know, uh, I do like, you guys know I like the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> um, that's a, uh, you know, I can't say I support them. I'm a firm believer in you like one team and one team only, and that's the Leafs for me. But um, I love the Coyotes team. I watch a lot of their games. Uh, so um, when we think defensively defensive, like pairings, Shane Gostaspare and Antoine Strawman have been great this year. Like they've been great despite the Coyotes being awful. They might be the only two good players on playing well on that team. Yeah. So um, I think they're there. And then maybe a third one. Um, maybe Dallas. I think it's Sekera and I think he plays with Klingberg, but I'm not too sure. But that's just what I'm going to have to say off the top of my head. It's kind of hard to think of them because, yeah. like, 
you actually did like way better than I thought. <laughs> yeah, you did really good. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. The the grit the Grizzlick and uh, Grizzlick so, one yeah. is actually with McAvoy. Yeah, so that's oh. number three, and then the the Goss Despair he plays with Mayo, but that was also up there, and Sakura he plays with uh, Hawk and Paw, and that was also in the top ten. So you actually did pretty Fantasy well. Fantasy Demon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just out of curiosity, who are the yeah. top three? Uh, so it's Ruedel and Friedman from Pittsburgh is number one. Uh, Giordano Oleksiak is number two. And then Grizzlick yeah. and McAvoy is number three. And then the Leaf pairing. And then the Leaf pairing is Dermot and Sandine, which I thought was very interesting. So good. Wow. Yeah. Um, so just before we wrap up here, one more thing. Biggest thing in the world of hockey. Jack Eichel yeah. trade to the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Buffalo gets Krebs, Tuck, 2022 first conditional. If that pick is top 10, uh, they get Vegas's first from the next year, so 2023. And then they got a 2023 second, Vegas, Eichel, 2023 third. Um, Eichel's contract, 10 mil for five more years. Uh, Eichel will be getting the next surgery. He wants the artificial disc replacement. Uh, puts him out about three to five months um, and when he's healthy, when everybody's healthy on that team, that top line, which I think is the best, is the best line in the league. Uh, screw the perfection line, any line with David and dry side along. Okay. No, no, no. I'll take that one back. Uh, but we'll go Pacioretty, Eichel, and Stone. Yeah. How about like I mean, Landis, Og McKinnon, and Ranton in though? Uh, yeah, that's Rammer, true. Uh, Bergeron, and Pacioretty. No, and screw that perfection In their prime. Like okay, in their prime. Really in their prime. Really good. That's right now, though. The best yeah. line in the league right now when all those guys are healthy. Yeah. Right? I, I just wanted to say, like, my initial reaction of that trade was that Buffalo got fleeced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thinking about it now, Krebs, good player. Uh, they got their first round pick. and They're not Alex getting Tuck. anything out of that first. Yeah. But Alex Tuck actually wants to play for Buffalo. And uh, yeah. I, I, it's I'm, actually important to have guys that want to play for your team. There, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I really like Tuck. Um, I don't know how to word this so it doesn't make me sound like a bandwagon. Um, <laughs> as a half-hearted Vegas fan. Uh, follower of the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, there you go. As a follower <laughs> of the Vegas Golden Knights. Sad to see him go. Uh, great player. I really like him. Um, but he's he'll definitely be a, a good piece for them as they try to rebuild, at least. Um, no, they're so, going for the uh, cup this season. Oh, yeah, for sure. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I mean, all things considered, they got a decent haul, uh, less than what I expected them to get, or what they wanted at least. But uh, yeah, like all the Vegas, not gonna complain. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that it, boys. Yeah. It's about it up. Yeah. Uh, tonight we play the Los Angeles Kings. Campbell's and net line stay the same. Uh, Justin Joseph Wall, sorry, Joseph Wall's back for the night. Mrazek's out uh, minimum four weeks uh, with an injury. I uh, play the Kings tonight. Campbell's and net facing his former team. Let's see how he does. And uh, see you guys later. Before we go, I'm going to say something bold right now about this uh, game tonight. Tavares hat trick. <laughs> this, uh, this episode will probably end up being released after the game. But uh, I'm going to say Austin Matthews hat trick tonight. All right. Love yeah, to hear it. That would you help know the I, I, team. I'll go, I'll go, uh, I'll, I'll go with Tavares hat trick to be fun. To I'll be go fun. with Leafs lose 3-1. That would be a Leafs moment. Certified yes. Leafs moment. Um, yeah. So it's the end of the episode. And uh, see you guys later. See you. Yeah. Peace.